For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Is it? Yes. Yes, okay. it is. What is it that you were looking for? Uh, I didn't. Uh, I didn't. On GarageBand, we were recording. It always ends where the recording is ended. So I deleted it. But I didn't hit back to the beginning of the, like, zero. So when I started recording, it shows it moving, but there's no recording. I was like, wait. And then I just realized it's at the beginning. So I had to go back and make sure it was actually going. That sort of thing. You know, mean dog. Yes, I know what you mean. Dog. Dog. So, Joseph. Yes, Cody. What are we talking about today? Anything you want to. I don't know. Is there anything in particular that uh, has caught your eye over the last week? Yes. Such as? Comic-Con. Oh, that's right. That was this past week, wasn't it? Yeah. Lots of stuff, man. All right. Well, then let's dive into it. Um. So, obviously, San Diego Comic-Con, the world's largest comic convention or pop culture convention nowadays, um, has uh, 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 just passed. It was uh, last weekend. Um, and, uh, you know, just uh, a lot of stuff was was uh, was dropped and revealed. Um, obviously, uh, the big mainstay always is going to be Marvel's panel uh, because, well, they usually come with a fire. Uh, they usually come uh, touting a lot of a lot of news, a lot of updates, and they did this year. But we'll get to that at the end because I feel there's some other stuff we can we can talk about. Um, if you agree. Um, oh, I definitely agree. There's a few things that have popped up here that. Uh could be mentioned. So uh, we'll basically go over the trailers that we got uh, f- from uh, this this uh, here um, Comic Con, uh, which was uh, a lot. Uh, there was a, a varying amount of, of different ones. Um, actually, one of them leads to something I sent you today too, uh, which was the Oppenheimer. We talked about it last week on the podcast. They released a a teaser thing for it at comic-con and then today i don't know if joe looked at the link i sent him for youtube oh i watched it and that is an intense trailer for the basically the making of the atomic bomb did you notice uh something special about that uh that video uh no i only watched it once so i didn't really 
like pick it, and I only watched it on my phone. So so it's live. It's a live uh, stream of that video on YouTube. Okay, um, so I was wondering about the the clicker at the bottom. It's a countdown. It slowly, the countdown. I was like, I wonder if that's like live or something. And then I, I was just like, put it in the back of my head as I watched the rest of it. Okay. It is. So I, I watched did wonder it, about that. Yeah, I watched it uh, three times in a like in a row. Because uh, at first I saw it on Twitter, and I saw it was a link to YouTube. It was live, and I was like, oh, and I couldn't see what the the words were because it was all fucking small. So I went to YouTube, mm-hmm. and it's a live like video like streaming on their on the channel uh and it is literal countdown till the release of the movie okay that's cool yeah i was like um what's now so i was like uh, is that like do you think they're gonna do that all the way through they i mean with this trailer it seems like they will why not you've already got it set up just let it go but it's kind of a weirdly intense thing to do for this type of property I could see like maybe Marvel doing something like this, but this is like, this is like such a weird property to, to, to do such a countdown with. I just don't think that you're really going to get that many people excited about, you know, physics essentially, you know, it's more of a, a countdown to an event than is anything else. I think. Yeah. But this is also one of those things where I, I would, I would think that most people know quite a bit about it's not like there's a shit ton of stuff that's still secret about this, as far as I'm aware. Uh, and if you are any type of history person, and you've probably watched, you know, stuff on this. Uh, so just having it being so explosive, so ve- it, it is a very Christopher Nolan trailer. It is very, you know, uh, uh, Batman, very... Uh, Fuck, what's that other one that he did? Inception, you know, where it's kind of like in-your-face type of, uh, you know, music, very bombastic, very, you know, it's showing an explosion. And I'm just like, is it really going to be this intense of a movie? You know, this isn't Dunkirk, you know, where people are going to be like shooting themselves and stuff like, or not shooting themselves, but they're going to be shooting and, and, you know, action scenes and this and that. This is going to be like this should be like a very slow burn type of movie where you're just talking about the Manhattan project. So it, it seems like it's going to be a very big buildup for possibly something that isn't going to be so action and explosive. That's what I get. That's what I feel. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. It's, I mean, it's a, it's just a weird, I mean, you're right. It's a weird, marketing thing for such a movie um but it's Christopher Nolan so I mean he gets to really really get to do whatever he wants oh yeah he can do whatever he wants I don't care I'll go watch it it's a Christopher Nolan movie and I'll probably enjoy it while a lot of other people shit on it I don't care yup because it's gonna be good and it has a fuck ton of people in it like there's so many people in this fucking movie it's ridiculous yeah um all right uh other stuff um well, other news. So did you hear about uh, the fact that in the 34th season of The Simpsons, they're going to have uh, two Treehouse of Horror um, episodes? Yes, and I'm very excited because one of them, actually, no, I think it is both of them, right? Where Stephen, no, it's just one of them? It's one of them. Okay, uh, where Stephen King is going to be writing the stories for it. Because uh, I remember in the, I'd have to go back through the article because I thought it said that he was writing two stories, uh, one 
was going to be a, a more standard form for the the uh, Treehouse of Horrors, where it's like a shorter uh, section, and the second one will be a longer one that they've never that they haven't done for Treehouse of Horrors. It's going to be almost like a full episode. I thought he said, uh, but it's going to feature it. Yep. Uh, Stephen King's property yet. So I'm excited for that. I didn't realize uh, that it was going to be that they're doing two episodes of the how to, the tree house support. Yeah. So the first one is going to be the traditional. Uh, it's going to be um, uh, separate vignettes um, that are running roughly about, I think that said seven minutes, I think they said. Um, and then the last one, uh, which will be um, all about focusing around uh, the, 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 the property. It as Joe just said, uh, and will run 20 minutes, 40 seconds long. Um, he says uh, that the fans should be really excited. I am really excited. Yeah, it's going to be pretty rad. I'm one of the few people that still enjoy The Simpsons for what they are. They're just, it's something, it's more of a nostalgic thing at this point, but it it's something that I will still watch. You know, I don't watch it weekly, but when it when it does come out and that there's a few episodes and it's like I'm feeling that, that itch, I'll watch all the new episodes and I'll I'll enjoy them and I really do enjoy the the uh, Treehouse of Horror specials yeah that they do every year and so and of course just Stephen King is is doing it fuck yes yes yeah yep it's uh, pretty rad I was like okay all right uh let's do it let's do it yep. so that was pretty cool um other things uh other little things a bunch of there's a bunch of shit we're not gonna be able to cover all of it. Uh, but we'll go over the trailer stuff that we uh, that we shared amongst ourselves uh, a little bit, um, and then we'll talk about the Marvel stuff because clearly that was dominant for uh, the releases of everything. So uh, of the ones that I sent uh, to uh, the group um, that are Comic Con related, they released a extended version of House of the Dragon trailer uh, oh, that had a little. Little more story uh, in it than the the previous uh, full trailer did, um, but also was jam packed with dragons. I would hope so. They were it's dragons everywhere. Time. Yeah, it was pretty fucking cool. Cause like, at one point you see a dragon wearing armor. Like I was like, yes, yeah, a dragon's gonna fuck bitches up. And then speaking of dragons, see that segue, Joe? Mm-hmm. Segue, like segue. Like it actually so makes hard. sense. Guess, guess what? I also shared the trailer for Dungeons & Dragons. Which also I didn't watch. Honor Among Thieves. Way to let us down, Joe. I'm sorry. First off, I'm at work where I cannot use my phone. Do you uh, work 24-7? Stuff. Do I work 24-7? No. Okay, then. But I do uh, sometimes have the memory span of a goldfish. That makes sense. Uh, and I totally forget to, to go back and watch those things. But I will go back and watch him. Uh, so yeah. the the biggest thing I'll say about this though is uh, this does not look anything like uh, any previous attempt at making Dungeons and Dragons. Um, it has a lot of humor in it, uh, but it's more like it's not gaggy humor. It's just like you know, uh, verbal fucking jokes and stuff. You know what I mean? It's not like they're like you know, pulling out uh, you know weird gags. But it has a lot of cool cinematic shots in it. Uh, there's a chubby dragon, which I thought was hilarious. Um, that's in it. Uh, and this, uh, Chris Pine just eats up the, the scenery, uh, in, in it for sure. Uh, it's fantastic. 
uh, to to watch. You'll I think you'll enjoy it, Joe, because it seems like a fun fun action time. You know, like a a good little less um, heady as like the World of Warcraft or Warcraft movie. Excuse me, movie was uh, where it was like more powerful, kind of emotion driven, uh, action based. This one seems to be kind of a good mix between like action and suspense with a, a good a bit of humor thrown in, from what I can tell in the trailer. Um, okay. But things pretty cool, um, and the cast looks pretty solid. Uh, it actually, uh, speaking of another tie to it, it actually has the actress who plays young Beverly uh, uh, in it. She's actually in the, uh, the 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 movie as well, so that's pretty fun. Uh, sent the uh, Clerks 3 conven- uh, convenience tour trailer, which is basically just announcing the dates uh, of everything, of, of the tour stops that they're doing with the movie as Kevin Smith brings it around the country for people to watch it. Um, let's see. Oh, Lord of the Rings, uh, the Rings of Power uh, new trailer. Did you watch that by any chance? No, I didn't. Okay. So the big thing about this is, uh, we finally find out what really this uh, series, or at least the first season, is about. But I think it's a series, um, and I don't even know if we're getting more than one season because of how expensive this was, and maybe, maybe not work. But basically, it's the origin of Saruman. Yeah, that's what I thought we were getting from the beginning. So I never thought about this because uh, I, I I like the movies. I've never been impressed by the books. I think they're very boring. I think we talked about that on here. We have. Um. I get it. There, there. He did a lot of work for it. He made, he created languages and 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 and, and like le- and alphabets. I awesome. That's great. They're just very slow to me. But I do love the movies, even the 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 prequel movies, the 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 Hobbit movies. Even though they shouldn't have made them three, um, this threw some light on something I never thought of. Uh, and it is, Saruman was a mortal being at one point. Yeah, he was an elf. So they show him, and he is uh, disgusting looking, um, but uh, he looks very angry uh, as well. Um, but there's a lot of cool visuals in it. Um, it's just a, it's just a, all around. It's a, it's probably one of the best trailers that they released so far for it. Uh, obviously, it's more of the story. Uh, shows a lot more of the characters um, and a lot of the more of the, the 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 environments we're going to be in, and teases some pretty big action scenes. It looks like too, so like big pretty big war scenes with the very big armies. So that's pretty neato, uh, I thought. Um, Then we got our first sneak peek at John Wick 4, um, which I shared to you guys ahead of its release because I'm part of the little fan thing. They sent it to us early. Uh Um, But it's also the clip they showed uh, or the release during Comic-Con. And it's just a a quick, um, I guess you could say, montage of uh of of the characters that are going to appear in the movie um and of course john appears uh at the end in a a pretty epic uh turn look at uh his recovery from being well fucked up at the end of that third movie Mm -hmm. for sure for sure for sure um yeah did you watch that one jim no okay fair enough I was not on the ball watching very many trailers uh, this past week. We'll get to one I know you watch for sure. Uh, Are you sure? Yeah, I'm. I, I'm. I'm pretty positive. Okay. And if you, and if you didn't, phew, let me down. Anyways, uh, is not the one I'm talking about. That will be in a couple ones. But I did send the. Uh, I shared the Shazam: Fury of the Gods trailer. Um, nope, didn't watch it. Yeah, I didn't think you watched that one because uh, it was around the same time as the other ones. Um. 
pretty cool. It shows, uh, obviously, it uh, gives us a first look at uh, Helen Mirren in it um, and a couple other characters that are that are the, the gods that they, they refer to in it. Um, uh, and just and has and obviously shows more the, the, the Shazam family, things like that. Pretty cool looking trailer. Uh, a lot of cool effects in that trailer too, with like the the costume changes and the way they did it, with like the lightning strikes and the poof of smoke, mm-hmm. um, and kind of rehashed the beginning of the first movie. Um, then we had the Black Adam Comic Con uh, uh, sizzle tra- trailer uh, thingy, whatever you want to call it. Um, it. A lot of the same. Uh, it it did actually have a lot more footage uh, that wasn't shown in the other trailers. So like there was some other uh, that was. Like, People were saying, oh, they didn't show anything new, blah, blah, blah. There actually was. There was a lot of it was new um, and kind of give you a little more of a, a story-ish element to it. Um, but that movie comes out in a couple months. So, I mean, we're not too far away from seeing that because it's in October. So that was that was pretty cool. And The Rock is just a fucking badass. He did come out in full costume uh, at the panel, which I thought was pretty cool. And they had him on a riser that raised him up. And then they had a lightning storm thing behind him. So it looked like he was floating. Um, the only thing that like aesthetically took away from it is they, they put a little, I don't know what that was going to do, but they put a little velvet rope that went around his legs just in case he was going to fall. I was like, how is that going to stop him from falling? Well, it's not going to stop him from falling. It's just going to stop him from, you know, stopping really quickly. Oh, okay. On the ground. Yeah. I don't think that's been. You just true. have a rock pendulum for a second, I guess there, you yeah. know, I don't, I don't know if you look at it, I don't think it would have stopped anything. Other than him being able to land properly versus just falling head over uh, feet. Uh, anyways, so the trailer I think you would have watched, and I could be wrong, because I thought you would have watched some of these other ones, but the Sandman trailer that they showed at nope. Comic Con. I didn't watch it. Joseph, why why are you doing this to you me? Have man? A, you had a knack of like sending all this stuff when I literally is not cannot have my phone on me. At the time. Like, I can see the text on my watch. Watch them on your watch, man. That'd be awesome if you could, right? Like, just... Actually, I think you can now that I think about it. Can you really? I honestly think you can. Oh, my God. Through iMessage? That's fucking cool. I'm about to test this. If I can go back far enough. Let's see. Okay, click on that. It says YouTube. Well, I sent one this morning, didn't I? Yeah, I'm... I'm, It's loading. Still loading. (laughs) That might be it difficult. Took to the, it, it took me to the actual YouTube website. Oh yeah, because that was gonna say try. Can you go? But it can't play. Uh, your browser can't can't support this. It's no no shit. It's my watch. I if it I think if it actually shows up as the video in the watch, I can actually watch it. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell 
tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay. Not, not a... But that, but that one showed up just as a YouTube link. So scroll. There's Mike's not beats head or bluetooth speaker which I, I i i thought that was funny he says they're they're knockoff beats and you go and look at i, I looked up the model number of it and yeah. they don't even look like beats i'm like what are you talking about it's not knockoff it's not even beats uh look at the logo that's on the box it looks like a beats logo it does look like a beats logo but you look at the actual product uh product and it looks nothing like uh like it uh, so that the the Samaritan uh, shows up as an actual YouTube link for some reason. Oh, weird! So I can't watch that. It looks like they're all just showing up as YouTube links. All right, never mind. Don't watch on your watch. I, I swear that it is possible in certain circumstances. Maybe maybe one of those. If you like, sent me uh, like a video through like like a I took with my phone or whatever. Yeah, I know videos through your phone will show up, but like Apple trailers or something like that. Maybe oh. if, you, if you send like an Apple trailer, it'll actually play it because, you know, it's Apple. It's true. This is a YouTube link, which is weird because I would think that that you, if you could play it on your phone, on your phone in the app, you would think that you could just play it on your watch. Yeah. I mean, but I guess not. Anyway, stop scrolling there because... That's too far back. <laughs> Way too far back. Way too far back. Like I was into yesterday's text. That's how far it went. Oh back. Lord. I know. Oh Lord. So many texts. Oh Lord. Oh. All right. So that was the 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 only other trailer I sent was going to lead to the uh, the bulk of what we're going to talk about, which is the Marvel panel. Oh, I thought you were going to say Pinocchio. We're just going to talk about Pinocchio for the rest of the... Well, Pinocchio didn't come out from Comic-Con, I don't think. They might have shown it there. I just know that trailer popped up yesterday. Because uh, I was um, going to say that is the trailer that I did watch. Yeah. Okay, good. Good you watched that all one. of those, I watched Pinocchio because it like you texted it right when I had my phone on me that I could actually watch it. Uh, and so I watched it. And that's why I said it looks like James and the Giant Peach. Well, you ain't wrong. You ain't wrong. No, I'm not wrong. And I never did. I never looked up to see if they're made by the same production company or if it's the same anything at all. But it looks like it. It's stop motion. It doesn't look like it because it's stop motion. But it that stop motion. It's the it's the aesthetic of the characters. Same aesthetic. Yeah, it's the character designs that are as uh, James like the that. Giant Peach. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. Um. <laughs> nope. Nope. All right. Cool. Um, sorry, I was looking at uh, trying to pull something up, but it went away, so it doesn't matter. Um, so obviously, uh, uh, Marvel had their panel at uh, Santa Comic Con this past weekend on on Saturday, and yep. they announced a few things. Um, those few things are the uh, wrapping up of uh, Phase Four of the Marvel Universe, um, which is uh, going to end with uh, the uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, uh, which is Black Panther two, um, at the in in November of this year, two thousand twenty two, uh, and uh, did you watch that trailer? No. Okay. 
Okay, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I figured it'd be fair. I figured for a podcast where we talk about this type of stuff, someone going in with absolutely no knowledge of it would probably be interesting. That way you can explain it to me. Okay. Um, So uh, for this trailer, um, obviously with the passing of Chadwick Boseman, um, there is a, they hadn't started filming at all. Um, he was uh, he was too sick and he had passed away. Uh, so they had to uh, obviously they wanted to continue um, in his honor, um, but also live up to some of the stuff they kind of like left unanswered and things uh, from the first movie and other stuff going on with the MCU. So they went uh, they went on and they 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 promised fans and his family. Uh, they would honor him as best they possibly could, and they wouldn't do anything uh, that would go against uh, what his family would want for Chadwick, um, because Chadwick is a very big component and and uh, driving force of this movie. Obviously, playing Black Panther in multiple movies, um, so it was cool to see what they did. And they don't exactly tell you what happens uh, in it. They do show that uh, that. Uh, uh, T'Challa is, is has passed away somehow. Uh, they don't explain it in the trailer. They show uh, what looks to be a funeral for him. They show uh, murals, a la like what they did with Tony Stark, where they're on the side of buildings um, on it, which is pretty uh, pretty interesting. Uh, and they show that there's uh, could be a possible uh, power vacuum happening with uh, different people trying to take uh, over. Uh, ruling of uh, of Wakanda and the fact that Wakanda is the most powerful nation in the world now that they are exposed or brought to light, I should say. Um, so there's a lot of that. Uh, there's a, again a mo- very montagey uh, showing of all the different characters, including uh, two very new and very important characters to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. One which is uh, probably going to be the pseudo main villain for this movie. Um, and a new hero who is getting her own television show as part of Phase 5. So the okay. two new characters are Ironheart, uh, who is a... Uh, Riri Williams is her character's name. Uh, she is a uh, devout uh, follow-e of Tony Stark in the um, comic books. She is actually mentored by a hologram ghost of Tony Stark after he passes away, which I know sounds weird, but... Uh, it's Tony, so it makes sense. Um, in this one, it looks like she's part of the Wakanda Exchange program that was uh, that was uh, teased at the end of the first movie. Uh, she is a, an American uh, of African descent, so African-American, uh, who goes over there to basically... She's a genius, so she uh, works... Uh, looks like she's working alongside um, Shiri, uh, uh, Jakala's sister, uh, who runs the technology and everything. She was part, spearheading the... The, the the exchange uh, um, through the Wakanda program. Uh, I mean, it looks like they're very working hand in hand. They have a little handshake, a la what her and uh, her brother had in the first movie, which is pretty cool. Uh, you see her constructing her first set of armor in this um, trailer, which is pretty cool. Um, the other character you see in the trailer is Neymar the Submarian. Uh, for the people who don't know who that is, he is a. Uh, a hybrid human um, born between the marriage and the coupling of a human being and an Atlantean uh, who is obviously uh, a sea-dwelling humanoid. Um, And he is special but also different from both humans and Atlanteans. 
One is he has he does not have blue skin like the Atlanteans do, and he can breathe air for a uh, or be be in air without a breathing apparatus for a very long period of time. Uh, the other thing he has wings that are on his uh, ankles that let him swim fast as well as fly. I don't know if they'll go into the whole flying thing so much in this movie as they do. Might be a little weird. Yeah, it's very bizarre in the comics, but um, you know it happens. Uh, but there's a. Uh, it looks like they might be going um, in a direction of uh, one of the many times where he was a villainous character. Uh, and the villainous character is that he basically uh, brings his forces of Atlanta uh, uh, to Atlanta, Atlantis, uh, yeah, Atlanta, Atlantis to uh, basically overthrow Wakanda because he holds Wakanda responsible for the death of his family, his parents. Um, and he floods them, and he brings his army there uh, to uh, fight them. Uh, there's a pretty awesome scene of uh, Namor uh, swimming, like, I can't say swimming, I don't know if that's their actual word, but basically descending down through water, I would say, onto a cra- uh, like a, a, a throne, and the throne is made into a giant, what looks to be like a megalodon uh, jaw. Okay. It's pretty fucking cool. It's pretty epic looking, uh, if you yeah. ask me. Um, and then, uh, uh, do do So they, um, they kind of like they show a lot of uh, montage stuff, and they show, like I said, they show Mbaku and and all of it, uh, all the, the 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 Wakandans that uh, make up the the different people. I can't remember all their names right now. Um, there's a pretty uh, uh, epic uh, monologue done by. Uh, Chaka's mother, played by Angela um, Bassett, uh, which is basically saying that she's lost, uh, which is a weird thing because she says, like, I, all my family's dead, uh, and, uh, like, I'm, the, I'm the, like, the ruler of the most powerful nation. Like, what else, what more do you want from me or something like that? I can't remember the exact words. But her entire family's not dead, as far as I know, because Shiri is still alive. Right. So that's weird. Um, but yeah, so there's that, um, there's a lot going on in the trailer without like really telling you too much other than the fact that like something is going on because you see, uh, that, um, Atlanteans, uh, are on the shores of Wakanda and they are in Wakanda and then M'Baku, uh, like attacks them, which is fucking cool. Cause he's jumping out of the air with his little club thing at him. Uh, there's a really cool scene of. Neymar with a couple, a uh, handful of other uh, soldiers and uh, some Wakanda uh, planes are coming by, opening fire, and all of them dive out of the way. He just stands there because he's actually invulnerable. Like, he can take shots, like bullets, like his skin is imp- impenetrable. So he's just standing there unfazed completely, and they're all diving out of the way, and sand's flying up around him. It's pretty, pretty epic shot. Um. And there's a lot of other things in there. And then the trailer ends with uh, a hero, uh, superhero landing of someone in a Black Panther suit. Um, it To me, it looks very feminine, the, the body shape. Uh, but it is colored much like uh, uh, Eric Killmonger's um, suit from the first movie with the gold inlay. Um, so it's very interesting uh, to see... Uh, that um, obviously we don't know what happened to the suit he was wearing at the end of that first movie. 
Um, we don't know if he was buried in it, which I doubt very highly because it's a very powerful weapon to be burying uh, in the underground somewhere. Um, but, and then, uh, but you see him, they, they pop their claws and you can see their gold. But it, like I said, it's very, very effeminate body shape that could just be like the, 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 the angles and stuff. But I, I, I don't know who it's going to be. I can't, t- I can't, uh, make a ref or, or, or anything. Cause at one point in the comic book, Siri did take over the mantle of, of, uh, Black Panther at one point. Then she had her own, um, version of it, uh, that she had obviously Eric Killmonger, um, was was took the mantle at one point. Uh, so uh, it could be because there's even a storyline where uh, Killmonger's followers resurrected him and he came back. Uh, so that could be a thing. Um, so we could see Michael B. Jordan come back um, to life because of that, because there is a, a place in Wakanda that has those properties where you can bring someone back, um, kind of like they do in the Batman universe. Uh, with Lazarus Pit, but um, and, and actually, I think if I'm not mistaken, does have some of the same drawbacks as the Lazarus Pit, where like they kind of might be insane because they've been dead. Um, so I don't remember. It's been a long time since I've read it, uh, and it was a, I don't remember how long ago that storyline even was. Um, handful of years by by this point. Um, so there's a lot of cool things. There's a lot of uh, uh, interesting stuff going on because they show. Uh, his the, the Wakanda guards, which are the the lady warriors, uh, and then uh, one of the main ones is now wearing a set of blue armor versus the red armor, and that goes to another storyline in the comic books where um, she splinters off with some of the other Wakandan warriors, and they create their own kind of like police force, like army, um, and they do go to battle with uh, some of the uh, Wakandan uh, warriors. So it's a very interesting thing too. So it kind of leads to the power vacuum happening uh in the in the in the in the world of wakanda so it's kind of it there's some other stuff in here you see you see um martin freeman uh his character shows back up from the first one um little things like that like i said umbaka's in it and all things like that um but you got it it does lead you to think that neymar is the main uh villain of the movie because it looks like he's attacking wakanda um but if it goes along the storylines there is a shadow person uh, making it uh, basically uh, them think that's happening, and they kind of show that in this because at one point you see a bunch of what look to be um, UN-type soldiers attacking a Wakanda ship, uh, which would be like a research vessel of some sort, and it looks like they're trying to seize control of something that's on that, and they, there's some Wakanda stuff like with some glowy lights and stuff going on there, so you don't really know. Uh, but my theory, just a theory... It, just a theory has no basis other than the fact that in phase five, the last movie we get is a movie called Thunderbolts. Okay. Thunderbolts is a group of a lot of people will refer to them as kind of like the suicide squad of the Marvel universe, but it's a little different than that. Uh, routinely, uh, it has been made up of um, anti heroes. Uh, more recently, it's been made up of villains. Um, it kind of came to a, a more of a villain uh, stable of, of, of characters uh, after the events of Civil War in the comic book series uh, where Thunderbolt Ross as, uh, was, was running them uh, and it had uh, quite a few bad people in it. Uh, it was actually just solely bad people for a long time. Uh, but the er- other versions of it has been Red Hulk, which we know is a thing that people has been, uh, has been rumored 
that we'll be seeing in there, which would make be fucking cool as shit. Yep. Um, one of the most famous groups of it is very similar to what uh, if Joe remembers the X Force, which is a, a a group that was black ops. Uh, they were kind of sent in to uh, murder people who need to be murdered. Uh, mm-hmm. kind of off books thing. Um, and they were like you know they had Deadpool and they had uh, like uh, Archangel in it, Wolverine. Um, Punisher at one point was in there. Um, so Thunderbolts is a lot of that. It did have Punisher. It had Deadpool in it. I think Wolverine was one part part of it at one point. Um, a couple other people like that. So it's interesting. We don't really know where it's going at, but we do know that in the events of Captain uh, America the Winter Soldier, or Falcon Winter Soldier for some, Captain America Winter Soldier if you finish the series, um, has to do with that, which actually has to do with another movie in Phase 5, which is Captain America New World Order, which we'll go over all those in a minute. And I have a feeling it leads all to what happens, what is revealed to be the main bad guy or f- evil force behind the events of Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. And that is um, Valerie, whatever her name is, I can't remember her whole fucking name, played by Elaine from Seinfeld, uh, who made oh, right. multiple appearances yeah. in Captain America. She also made an appearance in Bla- the Black Widow movie. Um, if you've never seen that, she's at the end of that. Spoiler alert uh, for a movie that came out two years ago. Um, or something like that. Um, and uh, it also made... Is it made a for free on Disney Plus yet? It should be, right? Oh, yeah, it's on there. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay. And then she... Uh, uh, I believe she... No, she doesn't make an appearance in the Hawkeye show, but Yelena no. does. Um, Elena is who she's interacting with at the end of yeah. uh, Black Widow. Uh, so I think she is still uh, working her evil mojo, and she is coordinating to steal technology and making a, a basically a shadow war between... Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, Atlantis and Wakanda uh, by basically like orchestrating uh, a, uh, you know, some propaganda bullshit making Namor rise from the deep and attack Wakanda and Wakanda obviously is going to fight back um, while they are fighting. She can slip in with her people and steal a bunch of stuff uh, that they can use. So that's my theory. It makes sense. Anyhow. So that's the trailer for black widow. That's the only Marvel black Panther. or black Panther. Sorry, black Panther, <laughs> black widow. Jesus. I looked up and I saw black widow on my screen. Um, uh, that was the only trailer we, we were released that was released to the public outside the Hall H uh, presentation. They did show teasers for uh, every movie that is currently in production or wrapping up production that will be out soon. So we only got one that we're going to see, which is the next movie we'll see, uh, which is Black Panther, uh, Wakanda Forever. The other parts of it, uh, they did show clips from a couple things coming up at the beginning of next year, which is the beginning of Phase 5. And, Joe, I know you're going to ask, Cody, what's in Phase 5? What is in Phase 5? Oh, let me tell you real quick. So, uh, starting out the year, uh, 
we know dates on some of these. We have uh, rough time frames for the others. So I'll go over those in order of what they listed here and what they showed off there. So the clips we saw, or we saw, the panel people saw, were a clip from uh, Ant-Man and Wasp Quantumania, uh, which showed apparently showed Kang in full costume, and he looks very comic uh Full costumey with the like the suit that he wears. Comic accurate, okay. Yep. Um, that will be February seventeenth of twenty twenty three. So, uh, a few short months after um, Wakanda Forever comes out, we get that movie. Then spring of twenty twenty three, which is around that same time because spring is around uh, uh, February, March, April area. We have Secret Invasion on Disney Plus. Uh, that is going to be uh, main people in that one are going to be. Um, uh, Nick Fury and uh, what is her face played by Robin from uh, How I Met Your Mother? Um, Kobe Smulders. Hill. Hill. Yep, uh, Maria Hill. Um, thank Maria you, Hill. Joe, for that for jogging my memory. So that'll be their next thing after that. Um, and Secret Vision is basically the, I think their intro. I think they're going to intro uh, the 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 way that we're going to see the Fantastic Four uh, because it has to do with the scrolls and the scrolls are a very big uh, force. Uh, with the Fantastic Four, and I'll get to more about the Fantastic Four in a minute. Um, so uh, that's kind of cool. So that's to be a cool little like uh, maybe at the end of that we might get a little tease of the of uh, Marvel's first family uh, in that one. Then next up we have uh, a thing that made make Joe quite happy, which is Guardian Galaxy Volume Three, which is the end of the Guardian Galaxy uh, franchise as confirmed yeah. by James Gunn. And that is May 5th of 2023. Uh, that same summer, we get a uh, look at Echo the series on Disney+, Plus, which is a spinoff from the uh, character featured in the Hawkeye show. Um, and it has been confirmed that uh, Charlie Cox, the busiest man in Marvel history, is coming back as Daredevil in multiple facets. One of them is he will appear, uh, not only in Spider-Man, the last movie we saw, but he'll appear in Echo. He'll also appear in something else that I'll bring up in a minute, and then something else I'll bring up in a minute. Yep. But we'll get to there in a second. Okay. So next up, we have uh, another another couple things popping up in in uh, in the summertime, uh, which the first thing is Loki season two, uh, which uh, actually has multiple episodes directed by our good friends of the podcast and my cousin, Justin Benson, and his working partner, Aaron Moorhead. Nice. Uh. In July uh, 28th of 2023, we have The Marvels, which is the sequel to Captain Marvel, which is also a sequel to Miss Marvel, the television program that apparently nobody watched on Disney+. Plus. I haven't, yeah, watched it yet. A lot of people have not uh, because they didn't interest them. But uh, just so you know, I'm not going to spoil it, there's a very big cameo at the end of it. It's not that it's not interesting to me. It's just that, A, I don't think Disney has really advertised it as well as some of their other properties, at least in my circles. So I keep forgetting about it. Yeah. They didn't, anyway. they didn't do a very good job of advertising anyways, because it's more teen, like targeted towards like young adults, but like it really isn't. I mean, it, it is, but it's not it's just comic fans in general, that kind of shit on it in the most part. Anyways, then, uh, in the fall of 2023, we have, uh, the announcement of November 3rd of 2023 is going to be blade. Nice. The uh, movie starring Mashallah Ali, I think is how you say his name. I can't actually 
know if I said it right or not. And then also the fall of 2023 is the Iron Heart television program on Disney Plus, which I mentioned earlier during the Wakanda Forever trailer. You meet Riri Williams, who's a character named Iron Heart, who will have an Iron Man-ish suit on. Uh, so that'd be very interesting how they do that. And then the winter slash beginning. So winter of 2023 and, and beginning of the year, winter of 2024, we have Agatha, Coven of Chaos, which is a spinoff of the WandaVision uh, character, Agatha. Um, so that'll be then. Then uh, spring of 2024, we have another television program on Disney+, Plus, which is called Daredevil Born Again. Nice. Live action sort of reboot, but not really reboot because they're continuing on, I guess. But like... Yep. If it uses the, um, it's very interesting. So if they use the title that they're using, which is a Frank Miller comic book, uh, or a story arc, I should say, called Born Again, uh, it is, and they, this could be what they're doing because of the events that's happening in Echo, uh, and and uh, um, a couple other things. Oh, uh, one thing that's on here, which I thought was uh, we didn't get, I forgot to mention earlier. Part of Phase Four is going to be She Hulk. Uh, and, and it has been confirmed because the newest trailer actually shows Daredevil appears in that as well. Yes. And him and her obviously have very something in common, not like her and the Hulk, uh, right. but they are both lawyers and they both have super identities. Uh, hers is not exactly an identity because everyone knows who the fuck she is. Um, but exactly secret. Identities. Yeah. So like I said, Charlie Cox is like one of the busiest persons, people in Marvel right now. He's like, he, I think he's busier than Tony Stark uh, in, in Robbie Downey Jr. Cause he's in, not only is he in his own show again, he's in Echo, he's in Captain Mar- or he's in um, uh, She-Hulk, right? He has his show, which is 18 episodes long, by the way. Good. Yep. And he's going to be voicing Daredevil in the new Spider-Man cartoon uh, called Freshman Year. Good. He's a fantastic Daredevil. So, yes. Yeah. So that's pretty rad. So back to what I was saying, if they go by the title Born Again... Born Again is reference to a, a comic or a, a, a Daredevil story arc written by Frank Miller, uh, where Kingpin uh, discovers the identity and releases that identity of Daredevil, being Matt Murdock, and it basically ruins Matt Murdock because of all the vigilante stuff he's doing. Um, ruins his business. He loses all of his money, and he has to basically rebuild both himself as Matt Murdock and Daredevil. Uh, while trying to, you know, obviously stave off people from killing everybody he loves and knows. Yeah. Um, so I think that might be the way they're going because of the time frame. So we have him appearing, by the way, in a very comic accurate to reborn of a red and gold outfit in the end of the She-Hulk trailer. Oh, nice. So that's pretty rad. But if he's in... Uh, the events of Echo, which are, are what happens at the end of the Hawkeye show, is her becoming a hero versus a villain, uh, anti-hero, just like most of the, the people in the Daredevil universe. Um, Fisk is blinded by a gunshot when she shoots him in the face. Uh, it doesn't kill him, but it blinds him. It could be that she just shoots past his eyes and basically makes him blind or whatever. I don't know how they're going to spin it in this. Um, but Daredevil has a very rocky relationship with Echo because of her wanting to murder people and him, like, not really wanting to murder people because he's not really known for, like, 
murdering people. He's just known he for... He wants to just bring them to justice. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what they do, how they do that with, with, uh, with Echo and him and the fact that he's going to be in that show. Uh, but it could lead to the events of Born Again where during the events of Echo, he discovers Matt Murdock's identity and, you know, brings the devil down, as they say. Speaking of that, just real quick to uh, yes. to continue on with Born Again, uh, rumor has it that John Barenthal is coming back as the Punisher in that series. So they've yet to announce any it of it. Is the Punisher in the Miller uh, story arc? Ooh. I don't remember. I have it behind me somewhere. Where is Born Again, Joe? Do you see it? Uh, n- no. Okay. Come on, squint your eyes. I mean, I think I see a couple of Punisher books, but... You do. Um, uh, but I don't see Daredevil. Donatello, get out of the way. That is all Wolverine, X-Men. That's Batman. Spider-Man. Invincible. Batman. House of X. Oh, it's, nope, it's more X-Men stuff. It's somewhere. I don't know. It's back here somewhere. Um, I really hurt my neck. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I have to look that up, Joe, tell you the truth. Um, dig it out of this fucking wall behind me. Um, I don't remember if he's in it, but that would make, that would be pretty awesome because they can bring him back. Yeah. So he wasn't announced, obviously. Uh, it wasn't there, announced. But... It was just a rumor that I had read about that uh, he is coming back as the Punisher in this Daredevil reboot. Nothing necessarily about him getting his own uh, spinoff show uh, again, but uh, that he will be appearing in the reboot. Well, I'm okay with it. Well, I'm absolutely okay with it as well. I'm still a little surprised that they are uh, going forward with it, just with uh, some of the events that have happened in real life over the course of the past couple of years. But, uh, yeah. You know, it, it happens, um, unfortunately. Um, so then we come to uh, May 3rd of 2024, where we get the f- first non-Chris Evans Captain America movie called Captain America New World Order, which... Obviously, is going to be a spinoff of what was happening in uh, Captain America and the Winter, and the Winter Soldier TV show uh, with uh, Anthony Mackie as Captain, fully as Captain America uh, with the shield and the outfit and everything. Uh, hopefully, Bucky, too. We'll see how it works out. We don't know yet. Uh, but he was very integral in what happened, so maybe they'll bring him back. Who knows? Um, and that will, I think, I believe, uh, because the next movie after that, uh, which is in July of uh, 2024, uh, is what I was talking about earlier, which is Thunderbolts. And those two would be, uh, it makes sense for them to be next to each other because they would have to do very much with each other um, with the uh, the things like the Akovia uh, Accords uh, from the, the multiple movies that it was featured in because of the events of Civil War. Um and the events of uh, obviously that happened in Captain America and Winter Soldier television program with uh, the group coming, uh, you know, rising up, trying to to, you know, be their own, like, you know, justice and, and, and government and blah, blah, blah all over the world. Makes sense that this would be about 
but it also leads back to the shadow government, shadow puppet, shadow war thing that's happening in Wakanda forever, mm-hmm. uh, which would lead us into Thunderbolts in uh, July of 2024. So that's phase five, Joseph. Cool. On to phase six, which they also did announce. Um, they did announce all of them. There are a total of 11 things. Only three were announced and given dates. Um, and yes, all three were given dates. And two of the three things are Avengers movies. Yes, Joe, you heard that right. I said the words Avengers and the yep. word movies. Yep. And they are merely, uh, they are just mere months apart. But I'll start wow. at the beginning of phase four. Or phase <laughs> Phase four. Phase four. That's funny because it actually starts with the four. Phase six. So we actually have a... Uh, 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 a fall of 2025 or 2024 date listed. We do not have a title for it. It just says fall 2024 and it lists it's a marker just like the other movies and other TV shows. It's a marker. So a placeholder for something that's going to happen around that time. Shortly after that on uh, November 4th of 2024, remember we, we ended in July of 2024 uh, with Thunderbolts. We jumped to, an actual date of November, uh, I can't read the number on there, something of 2024, uh, which is Fantastic Four. Nice. So a lot is up in the air about what's happening in this movie because we don't know who's in it. We don't know who's directing it. We don't even know who's writing it, I don't think. Um, there are rumors, obviously, of uh, because of his appearance in Spider-Man, or in uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, that uh, Jim from The Office would be uh, reprising that cameo slash uh, appearance as Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic in the Fantastic Four. A lot of people say this because the logo they use is very similar to the logo he's wearing, but that's just it Fantastic Four. It makes sense so. that they reuse him anyway. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Will he direct it? I don't know. Will his wife, a real-life wife, be uh, his blunt. Uh, wife in the movie as uh, Sue Storm? Storm? Or Sue Reed, depending on or Reed Richards, is depending on who, uh, what phase they are and them being married or not. Um, but I that will be, be happening. Awesome. Um, there are a lot of rumors. Obviously, uh, 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 you know, uh, Jim, as I like to call him, because it makes Paige happy. Uh, John Krasinski um, and his wife aren't are are un, are not um, unfamiliar with working with each other as uh, on screen uh, coupling as well as uh, actress and director, uh, because he did the Qu- Quiet Place movies with her. So, you know, that's a thing. Um, so those two are very rumored, obviously. Uh, it would be cool to see them, because they're v- both excellent uh, actors and actresses. Uh, and those characters are very iconic, so it would be nice to have uh, established actors in those roles, um, especially if you're building a franchise going forward with them. Um but the other room I heard was Jason Siegel, uh, who, if you don't know the name, I will give you some stuff he's in, as Ben Grimm. Um, and Jason Siegel has been in things like Forgetting Sarah Marshall, uh, How I Met Your Mother, um, as many, months, many other things uh, that have to do with Judd Apatow and his friends. Um, but Jason Siegel has been rumored to be cast or being talked to cast in uh, the movie as Ben Grimm slash The Thing. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't either. I don't. So the thing is, we haven't really had. So Michael Chiklis, uh, as I like to call him, I'm pretty sure that's not Ooh, how you pronounce I think his name. They should bring back. He that's did an amazing job um, as as Ben Grimm. 
the thing. Uh, obviously, uh, the piss poor suit they put him in, especially in the second movie, was exactly. uh, was a, a, a tragedy in its own right uh, because you could see the seams and all you could see where it folds from his different limbs uh, and his rear reared watch they gave him uh, that uh, clearly is covering the, the link of a glove. Any hoosies. Uh, so yeah. He did a great job. He's a little bit older, um, obviously, than uh, uh, the other two, which you could write in the script being just like an older, like, uncle figure, whatever, right? Um, yeah. And he's just going to spend the rest of the movie as a CGI character anyway, so... Yeah, so Who it's cares? not... Well, unless they give him... Unless Reed gives him that... The, the watch that he does wear lets him uh, uh, not transform, but make it look like he's human again. Well, I can um, see that maybe in later movies. Yeah, um, but, but yeah. So but his uh, voice is very iconic it, for for me for the role. Yeah, it's and it's great. He did a that that was the best part. Um, I think he did a great job as Ben. Um, again, I think he did a great job as 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 the thing. The voice was great. Um, it was very gravelly, which is hilarious because it's a rock monster. It just suffered from the visuals. Yeah, and that movie suffered a lot from visuals, uh, especially that first movie. Um, actually, the second movie too, because uh, they. Cut, real big shortcuts on that shit and they made Galactus a cloud um still mad about that one anyhow so that's been announced again we don't have any details yet we have lots of rumors John Krasinski or Jim as uh, some people would call him uh made an appearance on um Jimmy Fallon this past uh day or so uh which he made a very uh funny cheeky um reference because obviously Jimmy's going to ask him about uh, the the rumors circulating that they just announced the movie obviously he appeared as Reed Richards in the in the Doctor Strange movie so he asked him you know you, you can't say anything we haven't heard anything but what do you think and John was like let me tell you right here on your show and he faked getting hit by a knockout dart which was hilarious very John Krasinski so that was pretty fun um, so going forward we have a couple blank space holders uh, it, to wrapping up the uh, the the end of 2024 and the beginning of 2025. So fall of 2024, we have a marker. We have a marker for winter of 2024. We have a uh, winter 2025, which is obviously the beginning of the year. We have a spring of 2025 marker that's empty. We have another spring of 2025 that is left empty. And then we have a May 2nd of 2025 for a movie called Avengers The Kang Dynasty. So that's pretty awesome, if you ask me, because obviously Kang is a big bad. Uh, starting off with the Loki series, obviously, a huge reveal of who he was at the end of that movie, uh, or end of that show. Now, the cool and interesting thing about this, for people who don't know, Kang is a descendant of one Reed Richards. So that's pretty interesting. Also, I think there's a version he's a descendant of Tony Stark too but I don't know how that falls in there and I can't remember what storyline that was and I don't remember if either one of those is was which one it doesn't matter but that's what it comes down to because he's very smart but both of them are very smart obviously Reed is a little bit smarter than Tony um, but you know we'll see how it goes but he's the main villain in uh, Quantum Mania um, he is uh Apparently, I didn't know this, but in a deleted scene from Ant-Man and Wasp, the second Ant-Man movie, there's actually a, in the quantum realm when they're there, uh, there's a deleted scene between Hank, and, or uh, yeah, Hank and uh, his wife, 
when you see Chronopolis, which is the, the city that Kang rules um, in a bubble in the, in the quantum realm. And then when you go at the end of Loki season one to the end of the timeline, as they say, to meet the man uh, that everyone is referring to is kind of controlling this whole thing, which obviously we find out is Kang played by Jonathan majors. Amazingly. Um, he is in a, uh, a, a very big mansion type building that is very aesthetically similar to Chrono, uh, Chronos, uh, in, in the city that he had that he probably just took with him when he went to the, uh, in the timeline, when he tried to basically converge the multiverse down into one main timeline, which obviously we know, isn't great because variants kept popping up because the timelines kept trying to shift whenever someone made a choice, but he was quelling it down until he was murdered, uh, by, uh, um, what's her face? Uh, Sylvie. Yeah. And, uh, time, the multiverse can then sprout out again. Um, and people who often don't for, don't pay attention to things thought, Oh, that's the re that's the birth of the, the multiverse. Nah, you should pay attention to what he said. He, made the main timeline because he wanted to control time, but he got bored with it because every time he lets it go, it repeats itself and he either has to kill all his, all the variants of him and rule it or madness will happen. So there has been multiverses before, but he then went back to the beginning before the multiverse branched off and stopped it from branching. And so we've been running consistent timeline until that point so people often don't pay attention to the words that people say in television programs but that's what happens so we have Avengers the Kang Dynasty in May of 2025 then we have two more placeholders that do not have titles yet uh, both in summer of 2025 and then November 7th of 2025 is a little movie called Avengers Secret Wars so Secret Wars is a huge thing. It is kind of like if you took the events of um, Endgame, right, and you amplified it by everybody who's ever appeared, dead or alive now, in one movie. Nice. Let me give this to you in small terms. We could see the return of every Marvel character ever put on screen within the MCU and more because of what happened in, in the Spider-Man uh, movie and up until this point. So all of these movies, so this movie, the 10 before it in Phase 6, all the projects I mentioned in Phase 5, Phase 4, Phase 3, 2, and 1, everybody could be coming back. Obviously, as cameos and whatever, but the possibility of them could be coming back, they all could be coming back for this because Secret Wars has to do with the multiverse, but also has to do with literal war of the multiverse on, on each other. So we could see Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark back in this movie. Like in suit, not like footage. Yeah. Like in there. We could see Cap and like both cap Evans cap and um uh Kirk, or actually uh, uh Anthony Mackie Anthony Mackie's cap f- fighting shield to shield because it would be a different cap. Yeah. We could also 
this is just this is just me fangazzing all over it. We could possibly see. Listen to this, Joe. Listen to this and tell me how bonerific it is. You could have Chris Evans, Captain America, Anthony Mackie's Captain Falcon, and Captain Carter all on screen together fighting. Can you imagine? Can you imagine just how epic a fucking throwdown with those three people together? I mean, obviously, Captain Carter and Captain America, Chris Evans, Captain America, have an advantage because they're super soldiers. Right, but with Falcon flying around throwing a shield, they could be shield catching each other. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude! Oh man! Just I can awesome. I, just so much going on. The what if stuff obviously is canon now with Captain Carter uh, being in the in the uh, the movies, right? the The possibilities are endless. Now, will they go this direction? I have no fucking clue. We are more than than three years or two years away from this we're looking at halfway through the year so we're looking at three over three years from now but we have so much going on and what are these other nine titles they didn't tell us about on this list or eight eight titles nine titles what is on here eight titles that we don't know yet what are happening in phase six all could be leading up to this so we could see another spider-man movie in that time frame because spider-man in the Secret Wars comic books, gets a black suit. Guess what happens at the end of Spider-Man in a stinger scene with Tom Hardy's Venom? Part of the symbiote gets left behind in the 616. So... Could we see Spider-Man rocking a suit that is a symbiote? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, Could it be a symbiote that he's uh, fought with already uh, in maybe a fourth movie? That then leads up to this with the Young Avengers in tow, where he's then mastered the symbiote and made it his own using the nanotechnology. Just a thought. Just a thought. Yeah, maybe. But also, he doesn't need the the he doesn't need the symbiote to make a black suit because he can literally just make a black suit. Yeah. But I think it'd be pretty cool if he had regenerative everything. Yeah. But so that's all the announcements they made. Um, the only other announcement after that was the fact that who is directing the um, Avengers uh, King Dynasty movie and is the gentleman who uh, uh, who directed and co-wrote uh, Shang-Chi uh, in The Legend of the Ten Rings, whose name is Destin Daniel, I think it's um, Crenton, I think is how you, say, how you pronounce it. But he is coming back to uh, direct and maybe co-write. I don't know how it works because uh, there's a lot going into that fucking movie. Uh uh, he's coming back to uh, do uh, the second to last Avengers movie of Phase Six. Oh, cool! So that's pretty rad. Um, and hopefully, just hopefully, maybe we get a Shang Chi two in that uh, in that realm somewhere. Yeah. But because I really enjoyed that movie, it was a good movie. So, but anyways, that's all that stuff. Um, Joseph from Comic Con, mostly Marvel, obviously. Um, and I think that's all I really had. There's some other stuff that came out, some other things, but nothing. That was pretty much everything that I had. Um, yeah. So exciting year. Um, Marvel obviously came with a fire, like I said. Um, and, uh, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty spectacular. Yes, it was. They're building a roadmap that's, uh, right. To me rivals what we had before. Cause 
with this, they have a lot of unknowns on here that I think are going to be sequels that have been announced yet or, or sort of have been announced yet. I think it's going to be some surprise stuff. Oh, here's one thing. Last thing I'll talk about and what we could be seeing uh, in uh, phase six in one of those slots is guess what? News about why Marvel has not done anything with the X-Men yet. Oh, oh, yeah. I kind of have an idea about that too. So, 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 there is a a theory that came out that the one of the reasons that Mar- that Disney bought Fox was for Marvel to bolster their franchise with the X-Men and all the other properties they owned. Granted, that's probably very correct. But due to legal obligations, the year 2025, which if we go back and look at that timeline, there's at least four spots, one, two of them, which are in between the, the Avengers movies that don't have titles. 2025 is the first year because of, of contracts that Marvel can then reuse characters played by another actor in the X-Men movies. Yeah, basically stating that a lot of the char- the actors that have already signed on for those roles when they were under Fox are still under con- on, under contract to be able to play those characters up until 2025, I guess. So if they would make a movie now, they would have to have James McAvoy play uh, uh, Professor, Professor X. X and whatnot. So they probably don't want to go that route. They probably want to separate themselves from those uh, from those franchises. So they have to wait until 2025 before they can actually recast everything. Yep. Yeah. Um, and because of it, they that re- that leads to why we got two Fox alum cl- uh, cameos in past in the last handful of uh, Marvel properties. Obviously, Sir Patrick Stewart reprised his role expertly as Prof- mm-hmm. Professor Charles Xavier. Um, in uh, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. Um, and had an amazing entrance because you see the wheelchair uh, or the hover chair. You hear the song. It was fucking amazing. It was fucking cool. Then we had Evan Peters playing Quicksilver, uh, Pietro, in the WandaVision show. Now we know why. Now they could have brought back um, Aaron Taylor Johnson, right? But because of the contract that Evan Peters has, they can bring him back and just have a little fun with it, but play along with the, hey, you aren't my brother line from that movie or from that show, which would then lead to us knowing that's more of multiverse fuckery going on than it is a nod to the X-Men franchise. Right. Uh, But yeah, so that was officially announced, uh, eh, sort of officially announced by Marvel of why. Uh, It was more of a legal thing. Uh, they came out about it, but that's why a they can't announce anything yet, um, and there is so many placeholders empty in Phase Six because once that becomes legally available, we're gonna see it. We're gonna we're gonna get it. Now, the crazy thing is, in Secret Wars, we could see the return of those actors as those characters. I doubt it highly because then they couldn't really go forward. They could, but it'd be like again super muddled. Um, but if I'm not mistaken, also one of those placeholders for 2024 could be World War Hulk because 2024 is the end of the Paramount hold on the IP of Hulk. Okay. Now, again, last thing I'll say about it. And I said that before, but this is the last thing. If it were me, 
I would still stick with the whole multiverse fuckery because we're still in it and we're still in it. We're not it's not going away. It's not going away at all because Secret Wars has to do with it a lot. So does Secret Invasion. So does Kang. All of it, right? This would be my idea. So in World War to Hulk, Hulk is banished from Earth, right? Okay, cool. This is what you do to spin it in a multiverse way. Mark Ruffalo's Hulk does not get banished. He gets no- he gets notification from doing different research, and this could be spun in different ways. Could be because of you know a certain Reed Richards doing uh, you know scans of the galaxy for certain particles that might have made him super. And they see gamma radiation coming from a small moon. And then they realize there's gamma radiation coming from a planet. And that planet shows a signature, gamma radio signature, that's a very similar to the Hulk. So Mark Ruffalo and his fun team of whoever he brings with him goes to a planet uh, where there is a ruling Hulk who is older uh, and is bearded and looks a lot like Edward Norton. That'd be interesting. Because then you could have Hulk on Hulk action mm-hmm. and it could be World War Hulk. I'm just saying. That'd be interesting. I'm just throwing it out there. That's just a shotgun from the 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 the, the sidelines, but that's that would that's what I would do. Try to bring in Edward Norton's Hulk. Have a Hulk on Hulk action. You get the fans a Hulk movie without making it a Hulk movie, but also making it a double Hulk movie. And we could lead into Secret Wars, or you could lead into whatever. It'd be awesome. Yep. Any hoosies. That's it. We've been over an hour. I did not realize that. I'm sorry, Joe. You have things to do, um, places to go. And we'll wrap it up. So that has been it for this week's episode of Comes Naturally. We have been. Joe. I have been Cody. And as usual, you fuckers just came naturally. Bye.